welcome to What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? What'd You Do This Weekend? With Hillary Campbell and Derek Bachelman. We're two hilarious people and obviously best friends, but we live on opposite ends of the country, so we like don't know what the other person did this weekend. And every Monday we're here to ask the age-old question, what'd you do this weekend? It's like the one true equalizer. Weekends and death. Death, taxes, and weekends. Yes, literally we should make shirts. Listen as we have literally amazing guests each week to tell us about their weekends. And sometimes they're the same as us, but sometimes they're totally different. Maggie Smith's Downton Abbey character once asked, what is a weekend? And we're here to answer the poor woman. First of all, I'm saying I'm coming off of every time I start recording, I'm coming off of like watching some show that's put me in a strange mood. Like last week, it was I think it was Pam and Tommy. And I walked into the record this. And I was like, I'm now I'm sad. And like, I need to go be happy. But like, Pam and Tommy brings me down to one of the lowest places I've been lately. Um, but uh, Derek, I was just telling Derek that um, I'm watching somebody somewhere and it's actually like totally fucking incredible. Um, it's like a mood lifter, but, you know, I think, though. It's like the opposite. <laughs> yes. No, it's not bringing me down. It's actually that I'm having a reverse effect where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little more joyous, jolly, delightful. But so before we get into the, you know, titular question of the pod, <laughs> we have our first guest this week, which is like, what oh my god it's really exciting and not only is this person our first guest they're a long time friend they're they're a large part of our lives they're they're from well but they're also from the past and you know now I'm, i feel like i'm now playing 21 questions so ominous <laughs> i know who are they they are the zodiac killer <laughs> finally um, we know. figured out who it is um, no, Derek and I are thrilled to have Stephen Ray Morris on the pod tonight. We're thrilled. I have a big question for it. No, just kidding. <laughs> I am the Zodiac. Oh, my God. It's been right there this whole time. It's a, of course, it's a, it'd be exclusive a, for us. I love it. Of course, you would be a true crime podcast editor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Stephen is famously engineer, editor, audio guy of My Favorite Murder. But also to me, when I think of you, I go, he is, he is podcast extraordinaire, really. That's oh, what like, you. when I think of podcasts, I'm like, well, Stephen. So <laughs> it's really exciting that you're, you you would even give us the time of day. Oh my gosh. No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I, mean, I feel like, yeah, it was, it was only a, it was only 10 years ago, I think. <laughs> Like just was it? Weird, I think it was real loud or so, something. Where it was. It just was. Like, it was. Yeah, and, and just throughout throughout my life, I feel like anytime I see a gacho, I'm like, you guys get it, you know? We <laughs> for all UCSB get it. for the uninitiated. We all, we all went through the trauma of um, <laughs> being really drunk and in our, around really hot people in Santa Barbara, and I mm -hmm. think that is trauma, is what that is for me. <laughs> it's it's bonding for oh, sure. I mean, I think about the amount of alcohol consumed, but I am I am happily wearing my real loud sweatshirt tonight. No, and that's I did I met you in a kitchen at a real loud party, Stephen. Anytime you say I met you in a kitchen, you're like, that was gonna be that's gonna be a long I say semi memorable evening because of how much you were drinking. Because <laughs> yeah. at that point you're just I feel like I don't know if it was that party, but I feel like there was some plate when you end up when you end up hanging out in the kitchen, you end up just like Literally reaching behind you and just pulling beers out of the fridge and you're Absolutely. just 
yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. There's something that happens, do you remember, like at parties, I mean, it still happens, but the feeling like in college parties where like somehow a very specific group of people ends up in the kitchen and then mm-hmm. everyone else is just like in a totally different space, but then there's like a really <laughs> specific crowd. We're kitchen people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they probably are more of the alcoholics. I will serious. say I think we're, just, we're just closer. <laughs> I did get into some problems being a kitchen person, though. I think it's two separate occasions. I'm also a leaner, so I would, like, lean against, like, the stove. I am responsible for putting the gas on at two separate parties. So How many fires did you what was that? So we have the Zodiac and the Arsonist. And the Arsonist. I know. I, the Arsonist is, I'm coming out. This right is what here. I am. Oh my God, you're famous. Derek, <laughs> when did you, do you remember when you met, as we call him, SRM? Stephen so Edwards? what's wild is I actually don't, and that's partially because of my bad memory, but also partially because I feel like Stephen... You were someone who I like knew your name before I met you, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I would hear his name constantly, but I feel like I did not meet Steven until pretty late in my college run. Yeah, I feel like were you, I mean, I feel like either Real Loud or, or any stuff that like Omar and Mia were doing. Yeah. But also, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I was a 2008 or no, I was 2009 Spirit Award winner for the film department. So, you know, I have that oh, little banner to hang up on my iconic on my, in your life. pod office closet thing (laughs) but i mean the real question steven is what did you do this this weekend weekend? this was a good weekend i mean start where you were tell me what happened friday night friday night i i was gonna say went to bed early but that's not true i (laughs) fell asleep and also don't lie to us no no i (laughs) fell asleep at like because i had a flight at Mm -hmm. um 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. So, oh, wow. you, you you know, so I typically I just would stay up all night until a flight that early just because I stay up till like 3 or 4 a.m. anyway, most nights, oh, okay. except for this week. But um, traditionally, I am a I've become a night owl during the pandemic. And just I think editors, anybody who edits, even not even professionally, I just think anybody who likes to edit or just edits i think you just become a night owl because there's less distractions and so but this was like i feel like there's like that post dinner nap or that post like you know that you don't have to answer emails anymore time Mm -hmm. frame where you fall asleep and you could either when you wake up go back to bed or you could just keep on going and so that's kind of what i did i fell asleep i think around like six or something like that and then woke up at midnight and was like well my flight i have to be at the airport at lax at like 7 30 so i'm just gonna i didn't actually stay up all night i just i went to i like would pack a little lay down and then like i did that game for like four or five hours i mean if i thought what you were gonna say you did on friday then none of this would have come to me (laughs) this was pretty unusual because i i truly did not want to miss my flight um because i only i had such a short trip i was like i don't want to like you know um god forbid you know, miss a flight and then have to, you know, change the, because I had something very important on Saturday that I was trying to do. Have you ever missed a flight? So, um, that's why you're having some PTSD. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to talk too out of school, but, um, in my last relationship, we missed a lot of flights. Oh, okay. um, and I think, I, and I think that's mostly because her family, her, or her brother is a flight attendant. So I think she just got used to the standby life. Oh, and... I actually can relate to that. I am Delta passes. Um, oh really okay yeah yeah and it does make you go like 
whatever, dude. Yeah, no, I think she just knew the system. So, right. I, you know, I consider it a good learning lesson. Like now I just don't, if I miss a flight, I'm not like that worried about it. It's like, oh no, I missed a flight. Okay, I'll just get on the next one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you were up, up, down, up, down all of Friday into the wee hours. And that's, um, to me, sounds manic. And I, but I'm glad you made the flight. Yes, I did. And I actually. Did that is, not make you psychotic the next day? Like, were you, were you manic? <laughs> yes, I think I was probably. And everyone yeah. in Sacramento was like, who's that coming who's into that town? Sure. Yeah. We wish Paul Holes guy? was still here to catch yeah. him. You know, um, I did go, I did go see Paul Holes's old target, um, in that area, but that's one of my many sightseeing things I do when I visit a city, I go, uh, I go to the local target. That, okay. That's, that brings up a lot for me. Okay. Okay. I often get picked up from the plane from one of my siblings or my mother. And the first thing we do is like, you're like, well, do you want to go to target? And I'm giving my family a investing accent. We all know <laughs> that one, but you do somehow immediately end up at the local target. And you know what? It does have different items. Oh, totally. I, there's new stuff. You go, my target doesn't have this. I can't do <laughs> this. Every, like, less the things and more like the layout. I just, I, the layouts are so fun to me. Like the Brooklyn one, I'm thinking of, you know what I'm thinking, the Atlantic Barclay one. Horrible. Worst target in America. <laughs> I know. It's so I'm excited. My recent target, my, 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 what to me, I would consider the worst target in LA, which I, uh, live near actually just got a lot better recently. So I'm very happy. Anyway. Target got a facelift and yeah. that's a beautiful thing too. I was playing with the idea for a while. And when I say a while, I mean about five minutes, but I was like, what if I made a documentary where I went to every target in America? Yes. I would and I did like that. a major comparison. I love that. I will fund. I will co-fund. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I will go support that GoFundMe in two seconds. <laughs> How long do you think it would take me, though? I'm like, that actually might be my life's journey. Like, maybe I'll do it when I'm dying. Would you only do the country or would you make it international? Because that's another fun, uh, <laughs> that's a sequel, maybe. That's, Derek, now you're turning this into a TV show. And, um, <laughs> I, I'm only saying this from experience. The Australia targets suck. Like, they're not good. Yes, they do. They, they they're, do. They're so expensive. They don't have, like, I don't know. It's, like, not a, it's not a good thing in Australia. Well, yeah, every every I also know has explained it really easily. And it, <laughs> and it was true when I went there where it was like, oh, this is what Kmart is in the U.S. Yes, so like, Kmart is Target and Target is Kmart. Yeah, 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 it's like half. It's it's like it's almost like overstock that they're trying to sell off. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no, yeah, you don't go there for like every day. You're like there because you just want to buy like bulk of something that was previously being sold at Target is now being like sold off. Totally, it's no yeah. longer in season. <laughs> that, makes, that makes me sad for Australia. So if 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 in, if tar if you say to someone in Australia, let's go to Target, they have a completely different emotional response. Mm -hmm. They would say, yeah. why are we not going to Kmart? Yeah. Okay, so you're, <laughs> oh my God, Kmart in Australia is more fun? It's yes. like legit. <gasps> it's cheaper. It's fun. It has like great like Kmart brand stuff. Like I would trust yeah. Kmart with my life in Australia. Here, I would <laughs> not go anywhere near it. Like the Ivy Kmart terrified me as my first like- Which is now a Target. <laughs> Oh my god, really? Yes. No All yeah. I wanted when I was at UCSB, I wanted that Kmart to be a target. It is now. It's now a target. I've been there. It's 
oh my God. it's like I cried. It was just like for for like what we have lost and what we have not <laughs> yeah. known. You know what I mean? Like it was just yeah. like this could have been because I I uh, my freshman year I lived in FT. So uh -huh. I mean, imagine I would have been biking distance from a target I mean, every day instead of oh, driving down to Ventura. Where I Ventura know you had like three in like the same five minute like radius too. Right. Yeah. Share targets with us. Excuse me. It seems like you're hoarding. Now. <laughs> Ventura, you're in trouble for hoarding. You're Literally. colluding. Wow. Okay. I mean, I could talk about Target forever. Yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna go back to Friday. Okay. So, so really, we're saying Stephen was awake, asleep, awake, asleep. But Derek, what did you do Friday? So my Friday was pretty like uneventful, even though it doesn't sound like it's going to be. So it was my husband's match day. So we found out where he's doing residency. Yay. Oh my, <laughs> my um, gosh. So yeah, Alex. I know we're staying put in LA, which is like a thank, thank the Lord sort of vibe. That's huge. Yeah. And it was also my father-in-law's birthday. We sort of just did like a chill celebration of like both. So it was kind of a quiet Friday, honestly. That doesn't, I also don't believe you that that sounds the opposite <laughs> of quiet. I think you're lying. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's hard to know what like a, what any kind of wild day is going to be anymore. You know, that's true. Quote unquote, post pandemic, not post pandemic. Post, post, not post. I know. Well, I'm calling it post to my, in my least emotionally unpost. <laughs> I know that all these things are happening, but I'm emotionally post. But Derek, did you have a margarita? Like, what did you drink? I didn't even drink. So it was crazy. So we only, what? the only alcohol we had in our house was like terrible champagne, which I wisely yeah. knew. I was like, this is a dangerous game. I'm not ruining yeah, my Saturday for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we actually went to my in-law's apartment across town and just got like takeout food and like randomly had, they have like actual TV. So like, I think we just turned on like one of those channels that just like plays a different movie like every few hours. <laughs> so it's like one of those things where you're like half watching, half eating. It, it, I swear it was a pretty chill night, really. I think it actually went to sleep before midnight. <laughs> Are you speaking of TNT more drama? One of those channels? I don't know if I would say that. It was like they were playing like the TV phone booth. Yeah, something like it was like for generic crime thrillers of like the 2000s. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a great show. Along came a spider, perhaps? Yes, literally. It was like the Morgan Freeman hour, for sure. <laughs> My weekend actually started on Thursday because I was celebrating so much that I had a cartoon, well, a painting on Law & Order, and I had a heart yes. attack. Congrats. Oh, my gosh. It's so freaking oh. cool. It was on screen for less than a second, maybe one whole second, but my mother couldn't find it, but I found it. I mean, we had to rewind times <laughs> to be like, that was it. That really was it. Um, and so, and then I like believed I would be in the credits and like, no, you're not in the credits. But in, again, in my heart, I was in the credits. Um, so I actually started Thursday night, but then, so then I was like, I'm taking Friday because it was so nice in New York, which again is like, might as well be a holiday when the sun comes out in New York, everyone loses their minds. So Frank and I, we packed a bag, got up early, bring in the dog. We drove, first we drove down to Manhattan beach and obviously down. So near and like near like Rockaway beach. But I didn't not, know that we had, we both Rockaway. have a Manhattan beach. That's funny. <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah. drove across the country actually. Yeah, <laughs> just on Friday. The weather's gonna be great in California. Yeah, my, my, yeah. I have a question about New York because yeah. I don't 
I don't, I haven't spent that much time there, especially I haven't spent like any in this time of year. I've only spent a February and a December. Does it get ridiculously cold at night, even if the weather's nice during the day, like Santa Barbara style, or does it kind of just stay the same? In the spring, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when obviously like summer in New York, you don't need anything ever, but in the spring, it's still. <laughs> So. Well, what's really annoying about New York in that spring is like, I don't know, I think you and I have talked about this, Hillary, is that like one side of the street is summer and one side of that street is like still like yeah. I am winter. So it's like as you're crossing the street, oh, you're shedding layers or adding layers. It's true. Wow. I know I just I had a car I do a cartoon where the girl is in the shade. She has everything on and then she steps into the sun and she has a bikini on and then she gets back. <laughs> and then that's how it feels. So we went. Okay. You don't understand what a good Friday I have. So this is, I don't know. I keep having good weekends ever since we started this podcast. And like, is it subconscious? We don't know. But I dropped, first I dropped Frank off at a driving range um, because I basically am, you know, marrying my father at this point. Um, <laughs> found a golfer. And so I, and I have the dog in the car and then Margie doesn't like separation. So that was hard. So she's like, my thighs are bruised from how hard Margie flipped out when Frank left the car. Oh. But then I drove over to so left him there and then i went to the manhattan beach dog park and lost my fucking <laughs> mind because it is so much nicer than any dog park in brooklyn like this wow. is where the wealthy people live and so the dog park is beautiful and clean and the dogs are and everyone's friendly and it's like near the beach and it's like a jolly old time and i'm like nearly like weeping about the experience of this dog park and i was literally stopping people in the dog park going like you don't understand i don't have this up in <laughs> oh i don't what, have this time what's the what's bad about the dog parks in brooklyn dirt mud shit. oh yep yep silver, silver lake dog park it's the worst it's just a yeah. it's just a i mean factory. there was a literal there was a lepto outbreak all of december seven dogs died oh that's yeah. awful oh i had you know what i did hear about that we yeah. we had uh somebody on the podcast who had a cat and dog and they talked about it, it was like super scary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a big deal so i'm at the manhattan beach dog park where there's turf and rocks and Ooh. uh and, I, and then I make a friend of this guy, this old New Yorker who was in love. He's like, oh, yeah, this is Maggie. Oh, we're going to play. And, like, they had a great time. I didn't even have to do anything. He threw the ball for Maggie the whole time. Aww, and he's like, well, so Maggie's going to be tired. You're going to be real happy with your dog today. I love her. I love it. And he had a German Shepherd. They were having a gay old time. This, like, old Italian man, you know, leather skin, tight white T-shirt, in love with Maggie. making jokes like he's like, giving all the dogs water. And he goes, drinks are on me tonight, ladies. <laughs> I was I like, love I'm, that. In I'm in heaven with this person. I'm in heaven with this dog park. I, 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 when I went to go pick up Frank, I was like, I'm ready to move. I'm moving to Manhattan Beach. I mean, I obviously don't have the money, but it was <laughs> a palisade. I was like, this is what it's up with the houses. Everything's just really nice over here. And, and, and they were telling me a lot about the local politics that the, that's the reason they have such a nice dog park. And so I was like devastated for my own existence about what I have <laughs> in Greenpoint and Williamsburg. How long does it take you to get there? It's literally an hour drive. So it's not, <laughs> it's not like that would be my whole day every day if I did that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to drive there every day. But we were down there and we spent the day down there and we like, we went to this old clam house called Rendazzo's because Frank's and I was being a good girlfriend by like being near a lot of seafood. Um, and that's like, even though not my thing at all, but I love the, the waiter, you know, she low key hated us just for like looking at her. And so that was really fun. 
And um, and then we went to Jacob Reese and no one was there. And it was just like a few people with their dogs and Margie swam and it was just beautiful. And I wow. like, fell in, I re fell in love with New York on Friday, basically. Well, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly trying to get Hillary to come out to LA. So I'm, yeah, this yeah. sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> The only other thing that happened to me on Friday was like we went out with friends after and again every, I mean again it's like the sun comes out in New York and everyone's losing their mind they're so happy so like the streets were filled with people so much so that we got a city bike to go from Greenpoint to Williamsburg which is the only time I will ever ride a city bike because it's the only safe road I can be on I otherwise should not be <laughs> entrusted with a city bike but so many people were out and about that there was nowhere to bike to dock the bike when you got off it Whoa. so we got to the bar we needed to get at and then had to do another a total huge journey where we we're just trying to find an open dock for the city bike and then it became like you had this horrible purse you didn't want anymore and then they said you can't return the purse <laughs> like, but it's a really heavy purse so like can you please take it for me and um that was tough and that and then of course frank ended up having to deal with it and not me i was like you <laughs> I, I i can't be biking around traffic i'll for sure die you, you don't you can't just like le throw the bike in a bush somewhere and it's just not like, kind of it's not like those stupid, i know it's not like those stupid fucking scooters which i've I never do. ridden one of those they make me, me so mad <laughs> they look like trash around la i was like you can just throw them anywhere it's like middle of the sidewalk everyone yeah like, yeah people just there. leave them in bushes or like I've literally them leave lawns. them in bushes <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah yeah i know what is that business model I don't know. I, 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 an app has never upset a community more, maybe. And that's yeah. a big statement. But that was like, people were infuriated by that. Those would have been great in IV, although very bad. Oh Could gosh. you imagine all the drunk students? But like, Already. I mean, I, yeah, I got in bike act. I got in a bike accident one time. Accident? I don't know why I said it like that. But, um, <laughs> I got in a bike accident one time, but I hit a person who was walking because they stopped just stopped in where they were walking yeah that's that was rude of them honestly it wasn't your yeah. fault at all <laughs> i didn't have any brakes on my bike come on they should know that oh this is iv i don't have a brake hello <laughs> i just say yes to everything my bike was so squeaky in college and rusty that you could hear me coming from like a mile away <laughs> same literally like, <laughs> yeah. what is that what is that gentle call that i hear is that the snowy plovers yeah old Bessie's on her way over. <laughs> I have a beard now. The people, no, people in New York, I have seen drunk girls arguing about who can drive the Revel home. And I think <laughs> they're all going to die because the, uh, the, the the Revel is the other equal horrible like situation where you can leave those anywhere and it's not good. And is all you can do like, is like show a picture. It's, that's really more of like is. the little moped. It's a oh. moped. I haven't seen those here. Yeah, well, they're in New York, and drunk people are on them. I, I saw a drunk guy crash one outside my place, and because you don't, all you have to do to get on it, you don't need a, you don't need like a biker's license, like you don't or need a helmet. It, no, what you have to do, you have to show on the app, you have to take a picture of you wearing the helmet, and then you can oh. obviously take it right off though. Like that just unlocks the bike, but that doesn't. Oh mean wow keep it on or be reckless endangerment you know like you're gonna go cause whatever chaos and i literally saw a girl crying whining to her boyfriend being like i'm totally sober enough to drive this and then 
like, no, you're not. And I, I did. I worried for humanity in that moment. <laughs> you're like, please stop. Don't go. <laughs> and they and they went off. Crash, honey. No, that's horrible. I don't think she does. But anyways, that was my Friday. I did. I mean, I saw some go-go dancer girls, which was really fun. There's a new bar in Brooklyn where like there's like mm -hmm. half naked women, which is one of my favorite things um, to see is women dressed in like bejeweled, like a bejeweled bikini and dancing. This is sort of a recurring thing and too, because last fun. episode <laughs> was the Cowardly Ugly Bar. <laughs> I'm oh. seeing women these days, and Gosh, I'm, I get there. I'm here for it. Quite frankly, I'm like, get me more of that in my life. So then, so Stephen, so sat. We're let's get back to you. Saturday, you had a seven a.m. flight. Nine, nine a.m. flight, but I wanted to get there early because yeah, that's I wanted to try, and so um, it's very silly. But the 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 flight was to Sacramento, so it was only like an hour. Easy. And, and they were like, hey, wanna like when I was checking my bag, because I was bringing podcasting equipment with me. Okay. And it said, hey, do you want to upgrade to first class? It's $30. And I was like, sure, that sounds $30. great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will upgrade to first class. So I, I was the person in the very, uh, like, when you walk into the plane, I'm like the first person you see. So that was me greeting everybody going to Sacramento. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. Good morning. We're going to Sacramento today. And it's just me furiously eating like a Caesar salad at like 9 a.m. Since I took that out, I, I did that wow. weird nap on and off thing. So I didn't eat the night before. So I paid like $30. I paid as much for that salad with like a couple of drinks as I did to upgrade to first class. Absolutely. <laughs> Caesar salad is also what I always get at the airport. It's good. That? It's it's not it's not bad. Yeah, that's my go-to like safe airport food. I was gonna say it does sound like the safe option. Yeah, I'd never done it before, but I've done it twice now, and I think it's like the best. I highly recommend. I, highly recommend. I don't know. Is there other airport food that people feel really good about? My issue is is that I don't. I feel like my mom has always told me like these are the foods you shouldn't eat, but I like never think about it until after I eat. Like I'm someone who like I. I mean. <laughs> I think both of you know this. I don't think before I do shit. So I was literally like, every time I see sushi, it's like my husband, the alarm bells no. go off. Like, we cannot do this. But I'm like, you know what? Can we? I want the raw fish that's been sitting out. And then I'm going to get on an airplane and they're going to change the cabin pressure on me. And I'm going to. I will say, nothing has happened yet. So I don't know if that's a testament to my stomach and my, like, or just my luck, honestly. I yeah, do I think. Mean, monster stomach though i've seen i've seen you i've seen you like order the fried food at the checkers like <laughs> like 2 a.m yeah in Brooklyn and go that's something no one should ever do and yet you were okay that was actually the one time i got food poisoning oh you oh, did no. you remember hillary i feel like i yeah <laughs> i forgot you got food poisoning that night but I, yeah, I, I knew that I was going to be up kind of most of the day that day. So I tried not to, I tried not to eat anything too insane. You know, it was like, have a salad, have mm -hmm. a, you know, the pretzels on the flight. Um, okay. You know, so you got to thing. Sacramento and, and what? Yeah. So <laughs> I was, I flew up to Sacramento because my two really good friends, Dana and Kelly and they've been best friends since they were 11. They were like in a church. They went to like the same church and I actually met them because they were like 
I, I describe them. So if, if anybody who's listening doesn't know, I do a podcast where I interview people about their cats and other pets as well, yeah, too. The Percast. Um, and they, I think, like, in my mind, they were, like, the first, you know, I mean, obviously, we remember, like, our era of school where we're constantly sharing Facebook invites, watch our this, vote for that, do yeah. that, you know, like, that, like, when, like, <laughs> for anybody who's younger than 30, like, there was a time when Facebook was, like, used by us, you know? know, yeah. And and you would invite your friends to vote for things in competitions. You would invite your friends to go to parties, mm-hmm. go to shows, real loud, whatever. And to me, like a sign of success or like, you know, there's there's obviously many different kinds of success. Uh, but one of them is when somebody you don't know, like starts to, to either watch a thing in comments or follow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when you feel like, oh, God, I'm not making my friends just do the heavy <laughs> lifting for in my family, do the heavy lifting for me anymore. And so Dana and Kelly were like the first two people in my mind that were like, Hey, we listen to the percast. And I was like, who are these people? And so I like followed them back immediately. Uh, Dana has a cat named forest that used to ride around with her in the car when she would drive from like San Diego to the Bay area. And Kelly has a bunch of cats and like, to me, their cats were like celebrities. And so I, and now we've been doing this pod that, that podcast for seven years. And so they've just become really good friends over the years. We would see each other at cat conventions, things like that. And because Dana was moving away from the Bay Area, I was in it was really important for me to have them on the show, but have them on together. And they've just become really good friends of mine. So I was like, I just want to get away for the weekend. How about like flights to Sacramento or like 100 bucks? Yeah, let me just go up and have an adventure. And so that was kind of the impetus for the whole thing. So it was literally just a podcast and just goof around. I can't believe you've been doing the Kirkhouse for seven years. I didn't know that long. <laughs> I was going to say, too, I've listened to the episode. It was your last one, I think, that just got released, uh, Snake Girls. Yep. It's yeah, yeah. It's actually really funny. Shout out. Please, everyone listen. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was just, I, I you know, I, I've said this to them, but it's just, it's nice when you can meet people that you would be like, oh, if we were friends as kids, like, or like if we had been at the same elementary school or something, like we would have been friends then i don't know that's just like as i get older i'm like who would have i been friends with on the playground as it, when i was like 11 or something or nine or six or something like that you know because that's like an honest friendship that's a real honest friendship relationship where you're like i would have fucked with you you know i <laughs> with you on the jungle gym and like that's yeah. where you're like I actually like you yeah we would have done that like um hopscotch <laughs> you just see me doing like the potato dance but i was just like what's the thing you with your feet and then hopscotch something something chalk on the ground steven do you know that derek has two kittens no i don't know i don't know if are they brand new anymore no uh, they're about two years old now oh i mean they're still kitten in spirit i mean but yeah no, they're kittens, kittens to me whether they're bit. yeah <laughs> I, I will say they still have the energy of kittens. <laughs> You're like, you used to be so cute. They're still I feel really like, cute. I don't know. I still look at them as their babies. It's But it's wild, though, because I'll go back and I won't see them any different until, like, my phone or whatever is like, remember this day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you used to be so tiny. It's wild. It's, yeah. It, I, I also have a snake, and I feel the same way about him, too, where I'm like, oh, I can remember you when Aww. you were much smaller. <laughs> 
Well, that was that was a funny mm-hmm. detail in the episode. Was again they they both I mean they're both big animal lovers, you know, a dog, like uh, cats and dogs and all that stuff. But they also bonded over liking snakes as little girls, which <laughs> I just find really interesting. Like I think we titled the episode that "Snake Girls." And yeah, I was like, that that's like a genre that we just don't talk about enough. You know, we talk about you know, there's uh, a lot of like girl. lonely single lizard guys. Yeah, horse <laughs> girls. There's dinosaur children. You know. Um, okay, and that yeah. brings up another thing that Derek has a snake I love it what's your snake snake? his name is Ricky but I will say I don't think I would be a a snake guy (laughs) I feel like my husband was and I think I said this last time I feel like it's something that I've he is something that I've come to love so much like I initially was like oh this is like a quirky little detail about someone I'm dating and then (laughs) after a while I was like yeah you know it's like fun yeah, you fill out that detail. That's like um, yeah, like a, the new girl. You know, that would be one of the people. Totally, it's one of those attributes. Episode. Yeah, it's it does a lot of shorthand, but I do feel like it's like once I started to get to know him better, and then have to see like the the feed eat and stuff like that. I think I, I almost scared myself a little of like, oh god, this is snake ownership for better or worse. But I definitely feel like it took me like maybe three months, and then. He's literally like the love of my life. He's my favorite thing in the oh. world. I love him. I would die for him. <laughs> but yeah, I've become a snake guy. I don't think I was born a snake guy. I think I was like the weird kid on the playground who like maybe was like a shark kid or something like just obsessed with sharks. Like I was the encyclopedia of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally another genre kid. Shark kid. <laughs> Wait, Hillary, what kind of kid were you then? Oh, yeah. I mean- I was the weirdest shit, man. My dad was is was is a duck hunter, and he'd bring home all these dead ducks, and I would play with them and say that they were my friends, and I'd carry around dead ducks by the neck, and um, and then I'd open their beaks and I'd say they could talk, and like meanwhile, blood's literally coming out of their mouths, and um, I thought that was, I thought that was great. I mean, I was obvious. I had many black labradors; they were all my the loves of my life. But I also have a lot of pictures of me with dead ducks before people got to eat them. I was like, I'm your friend for today, and people don't like that. They don't like to hear that about me, but I'm willing to share it and be honest and say, I think that's I think that's brave. Look at me and my dead ducks. It's dark now. I like I would never. I don't think I could be near a dead duck now. But as a little kid, it was like this is what dad yeah. does. So they're your friends. You have it. That's a and that's a cool childhood detail, you know, that you throw in a script. Mm-hmm. I have a specific memory of rollerblading with them around the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. That is just, just hold on to little that. Little Hillary image. being like, Lee, did you, did you? <laughs> all the neighbors are like, honey, honey, close the close the curtains. Don't talk to her. Is that a real child? Or are we just seeing a ghost? Like, did I do too much acid in Vietnam? Like, call the ASPCA. <laughs> Good lord. She's a McGruff is like, no, you I gotta. I definitely thought I was being loving. Yeah, you that's know? loving. You love all um, dead or alive. <laughs> I'm a clear animal lover. How is this not obvious? I'm holding a dead duck <laughs> as if it were alive, you know? So, okay. So, Saturday, you went and you recorded, and that's fun. Usually, okay. what I do on most week, Saturdays is recording, yeah. regardless of where I'm traveling to. No yeah, usually, Saturday is. You, I mean, it's Catterday. I mean, uh, it'd be like against the law if I didn't. That brings up a big, dip. you know, the weekend means a lot to everyone. It, everyone has a different version of what the weekend means. And maybe your weekend's actually Tuesday, Wednesday. What do we know? And we don't discriminate <laughs> on weekends, obviously. Of course. Podcast. So 
we all as freelancers or, you know, having all the odd jobs that we all have weekends, weekends are always ever evolving. And it's, I often, Derek often has to work a weekend. I work a weekend. I didn't these past two weekends cause I'm lazy, <laughs> but I should have probably, I definitely should have. Oh wait. So Derek, I want to go back to you though, before I talk. So what was my Saturday like? <laughs> you knew you had a lot to do because you didn't dare have a margarita like Friday us. night. Well, I, I wish I, I wish that was true. It's not that I had much to do. It was just more that I wanted to be, I wanted to enjoy my weekend. I feel like I, since we started this podcast, I feel like I've gotten like mm -hmm. a lot of like clarity on like, I want to live my weekends to the fullest just so I'm not like, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm definitely viewing them differently since we started this venture. Live, laugh, love. You're yeah, living live, laugh, and laughing weekend. and loving. <laughs> yes. There it is. There's a new shirt. Live, laugh, weekend. <laughs> live, laugh, weekend. <laughs> Oh, shirt. Talk about tattoo. That's what I'm going to get on my arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Full back. Well, I was going to say you can live, laugh, loaf, <laughs> which is, you know, but <laughs> especially if it's Friday night and you because, you know, I've definitely I mean, in college, I feel like I definitely enjoyed my weekends on some level because a lot of times Friday night I would get be so exhausted by the week that I wouldn't actually go out on Friday and I would end up being well rested. Yeah. So that Saturday and supposedly and maybe Sunday night, I would end up going out instead. Sometimes you're emotionally, you have to let go on Friday in order to really take that. Take exactly. Yeah. Balls, yeah. Really. Say yes to life. Which is, which is what I did. <laughs> so I decided, like I woke up and I'm like, I am going to cross off like a lit, like I love museums and I love that LA has so many, but I've mm. always wanted to go to the museum of neon art in Glendale. Um, and so I finally was mm. like, this is the weekend we're doing it. I think, yeah. So basically I told my husband, we're going, let's go. And what's interesting is I feel like he is somebody who never dresses for the weather. Like he will, okay. he has this mentality that's truly wild for me to comprehend, which is like, he will wear a t-shirt and like shorts out regardless of the temperature. And then while we're driving, he'll be like, you know, it's pretty cold. I think I'm going to run in and buy a sweater before we do whatever we're going to do. And Wait, I where's like, he but to me, it's like psychotic. He's from Texas, so I, huh. I guess that's. Wait, hey, because so also famously is our 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 best gal Kelsey from oh Texas. Oh my god, really? Also, he's always in shorts, and I'm like, don't you need to put pants on? And she's like, I'll be fine. And I and I'm Texas like, listeners, let us know. The difference is, is Alex. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, weigh in, please. I, I want like an objective truth yeah, here. If you dare bring a light jacket with me, <laughs> I wouldn't. Dare. But the problem is, it's like it's Alex is not like content. He's he's not content to go without. Like so, he will. We will stop, pull over somewhere. He will run in and buy a sweater. And I just to me that's so crazy because like my equivalent of oh I'll just pick it up while we're out if I forget it at home is like a bottle of water or Advil, not <laughs> like a sweater or a coat. <laughs> example too Derek I was like a bottle of water a bottle of water but Steven do you have like that thing <laughs> oh well I can't go anywhere without chapstick so I'm always just buying new chapstick everywhere okay. but I was gonna say how are you gonna get your local like gross boxy t-shirts you know if you're not like oh shoot I like forgot a thing you're like look I'm gonna go to this you know the the <laughs> like the CVS in Glendale you know the Burbank CVS and then you have like a little Burbank and it's kind of like a weird salmon-y color and <laughs> like you need local color t-shirts. See, I I mean I agree and I was totally that was my philosophy until we basically our closets are just packed. Uh and now we have a 
we have a second storage unit for that pop of color of local <laughs> sweaters. And I'm like, do we need to be paying for a second storage for that? I think this is about being a shopaholic, actually. That's what I think so, really too. Like I it. think this is an addiction. So the next episode, when he's a guest, it's going to be an intervention. Yeah, we're bringing Alex nah. in, but we're actually going to make it like a sit-down, serious conversation where we confront him about his issues. <laughs> I'm I'm down. I think that's that's going to be how I fight this. Derek, wait, yeah. Derek, so what did he buy? Did he buy a sweater? Uh, so he went into Urban Outfitters, not a CPS, because uh, that's we parked at the oh Americana. God, he went to the most place he could go to <laughs> to buy the sweater. I mean, this is why I'm saying it's a problem and that we need to address <laughs> it next week. Okay. Um, <laughs> problem. But yeah, so that was how it started. I, I will say though, I do think it it was a Sailor Moon sweater that he settled on. And I will say we got so many compliments on it throughout the day, like with people debating yeah. who the best Sailor Moon character is, mm. that I feel like he got he got what was it was like it made a a big part of my experience that day was him wearing that spontaneous Sailor Moon sweater. Well, yeah, it's yeah, you're going to a museum like that. Like you there's gonna be a lot of Sailor Moon fans. I feel like if I got that and then went to the Miyazaki exhibit. They'd be like, oh, we're also Sailor Moon fans in addition to liking Studio Ghibli and Hayao Miyazaki and stuff like that. Yes, it's, a, it's, it's how we, yeah, it's a conversation starter. But we went to the museum and I had okay. that you know, thing yeah. where it's like, they want to know, like, do you want to know how like neon is made and stuff like that? Like neon signs are made. And I am like, you know this about me, Hillary. Like I check out the second like science stuff gets too sciencey. Um, and so I, I, of I felt so bad. This girl, like, bless her. She was like trying to lead me through it. Like I was like in fourth grade or something, but every time she would mention the second chemical, uh -huh. I would just, my eyes would glaze <laughs> over and she knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Argon. Exactly. More like <laughs> Borgon. Sorry. <laughs> Chloroform. Yes. More like Borgon. Sorry. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> for that bad joke. No, I love it. But honestly like bless her because i feel like she would she stay committed to like educating me even when it was like abundantly clear <laughs> uh -huh. i was like i'm not following any of what you're saying but like thank you um smiling and nodding, smiling and nodding. Yeah. this is what happens to me when anyone tries to explain a game to me i go i'll do it and then i go no. i'm not with Same. you anymore Same. you said step two i am not here with you and I don't even, and, and then I realize I turn into a bitch and it's really because I feel like I'm yeah. stupid. So it's a total like defense mechanism where I think I'm stupid and now I'm being a bitch to like, be like, whatever you well, like, it's, it's like it's not It's very cool, depressing obviously. because I tried but, to learn one of my, and, and I, I love my friend and it was, it wasn't her fault. It was just like, you know, when there's a new board game and you all like the topic of the board game, which was X-Files oh, and we were all like yeah. really commit, we were all like. We're, we were like, we're all going to like, we're going to, okay. we love yeah. Exiles. Like I'm a Mulder. I, I'm, well, I'm a Scully really, but like you're a yeah. Mulder, I'm a Scully. Like we're going to learn this. It was a group of people. And it was unfortunate because I had to go do something later. And <laughs> we spent two hours learning this board game and then I had to, yeah. and then I had to leave. So it was like, sure. great. I learned how to play it. And then I had yeah, to go. Yeah. So I just was like, I mean, I've never played the game. I just game. learned how to play it and just we'll have never played it since. <laughs> When, well now i'm like that's like the one time somebody has said a board game name and i actually, same i was like how do we get a hand on that how do we get our hands on that your eyes like, lit I, up. <laughs> I do love files i recently my friend dakota had to teach me how to play wingspan and i did initially think i was gonna have to kill myself 
because it's a bird it's a birding it's a birding hmm. board game where you have to grow your nest and you have and every time every time i tried to do something to go to went oh. oh you actually can't do that and i was like well listen do you want me to stay at your party you know <laughs> i, I didn't have to let me do that move, gathering during but... the pandemic but i will it's it felt like when you go back to a country maybe you studied abroad in, and you're like cool i remember you know you you know the grammar but you just have to like relearn the vocabulary so it definitely wasn't as, it wasn't stressful for me and everyone was really nice instead of it being like when i was a kid and it was like all the you know all the high schoolers who were like let's just let this little kid play magic with us so we can just beat him you know so i was like bullied in the nerdiest <laughs> way forced to play magic just so i could lose nerds are total bullies oh yeah 100 like, percent. <laughs> nerds are bullies you heard it here uh, first folks so derek learned a little bit about neon i learned nothing about neon other than that it's maybe very complicated <laughs> okay that makes sense that and then that is the type of information i yeah, can take it's, in anyway, it's just me way it's more complicated, complicated and there was one room at the back where they're like you don't have a pacemaker right that scared me because oh, i'm like if someone's asking me that i'm like i don't have a pacemaker but like what if like i don't know yeah, so what if I don't know if they're, I they're complicated and scary <laughs> is my takeaway from the Neon Museum. That's like if you go through airport security and they're like ding 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 and you're like, wait, I don't have any metal on me. What the hell? What's inside me? <laughs> What's in me? literally I and then you know you're yeah, in an exiles episode. Scully inserted something in yeah. your neck and we'll never know what it is. You know? <gasps> do, do, do. Uh, yeah, that was the bulk of my Saturday. I feel like the only other thing I did was I saw X, which I was really excited about seeing. I'm a huge Ty West fan, and it's been like years since he's put anything out. So, yeah, it was exciting. Is it good? It is what good. I'm I'm literally approving it. It's really good. I mean, maybe don't take okay. my opinion too objectively. I'm definitely like a Ty West stan, but I think it's good. <laughs> I'll go. I'm going to go. I'll go. That's I think you'd have I a good it. time with it. It feels like a Hillary movie in a weird way. But also don't hate me that I say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch it and be like, what the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Derek, Derek thinks of me. He thinks porn in the country. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what that is? Like, like horror porn in the country? No? Yeah. It's sort of like, it definitely not. I was going to say, it looks no, like Santa, right it look, does oh, look okay. like the like, Santa Rosa yeah. Hills on the way to Bodega Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, I'm honestly honored that that's how you think of me. I, that's what I, that's actually what I strive for. So that works for me. <laughs> what about you? What did um, you do on your glorious Saturday, Hillary? On my Saturday? So listen, I had this like beautiful revelation on Saturday morning that like diners make hangovers like yes. look beautiful. Like when I feel like when I was a young teen, and I'd be like in a diner and I'd see like an old, like probably people just in their twenties, like <laughs> hung over, hung over eating breakfast. I was like, that is dreamy and beautiful. And like, that's what I hope for in my life. But there's something about the aesthetic of the diner where this actually not great experience is suddenly like really attractive. Like I was like, we were, I, again, I, I mean, I danced with like Go-Go Girl. I didn't dance with them. I wanted to, but I, I danced, you know, around Go-Go Girls on Saturday or Friday night. So I, I was a little hungover and Frank, like we're in the diner and like, he looked really hot in the diner. And I was like, what is it about the diner where I'm like, everything's hot oh, movie. and like, we're tired. Yeah. There's something about the tired in everyone's eyes with the coffee mugs. 
And I, I found it all just like really just exciting. But then I got a donut, obviously. Well, it's interesting and you say that. I, had that I feel like diners are so brightly lit that I feel like every time I go in, I feel like it's like a, a mask off reveal of like, this is how horrible See, I, I, I Well, I was right. going to say, I feel like in a way, diners like at 3 a.m., if they are open or like that, like Fred 62 in LA, it's such an institution. I feel like for like podcasting in like 2013 and like, I would romanticize like when I would be at Fred 62 at 3 AM in the morning, but I feel like the morning is yes. like, you're, because we're squinting or wearing sunglasses, that kind of cuts down, like that kind of cuts down on the reveal. Yeah. down maybe because it is, I don't, I don't lie. It is a harsh lighting and yet somehow I'm into it. You have like cinematic mode in your brain. Yeah. I do have cinematic. And that's really what the hangover is, is that I have cinematic mode. Because if you put me in like a fluorescent lighting bathroom, like midday, I think, why would you do this to me? Like, why would you? Why are yeah, you you're me in a, in a, you're in a 2010 film? horror movie where like. Yeah. And I go, why would you ever want to? I don't want to see my eyes that way ever. And now I think I'm the ugliest person. <laughs> is this a monster or is it trauma? Because, you know, it could be both. It could be both. <laughs> know, like, we don't know. Like you come out of those bathrooms. Like I feel like they're specifically in like Macy's and Nordstrom's or like those kind of bathrooms. And you come out and whoever you're with, you go, do I actually look like that? Like, are you like, can you, can you like, please like be real with me like what the way i looked in that bathroom like is that and then the you look me? at the person and they <laughs> melt into you and you're by yourself i know yeah <laughs> I, I will say though, I every time I have that experience, though, I feel like no one else looks as bad as I do, and so I do wonder if it's like, is it the yeah. lighting or is it just like this is the true me? <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. You walk out of those and you go, "Is this actually who I am?" And no one has told me. Yeah, that's... you know, I wonder that. But the other thing I did at the diner, which is like a big secret about me, and like my cousin saw me do it later this weekend, and I go, if when you see me do this, you actually do see the real me. Is and it's like me when I'm eighty, and you go, this woman has actually lost it. And I, first of all, don't drink real coffee really anymore. I drink decaf, and and but the other big secret is I actually don't like coffee because I'm mostly drinking creamer. But okay, so but I only like French vanilla creamer. And I've gotten to a point in my life where I've accepted who I am. So I, when I know I'm like going to the diner and I know that they don't, they only have half and half and I don't like half and half. I literally put French vanilla creamer in a water yes. bottle. I put that in my bag and then I take it to the diner and then I secretly, <laughs> I wait till I tell myself that no one's watching. You know, I go, no one sees what I'm doing. Don't worry. And then I <laughs> pour it into the and cut to me when I'm 80. Like, I will still be doing this. And they'll say, when did you start doing this insanely psychotic thing? And I'll say, in my early 30s. Because I'm an original. This is, I became this woman. <laughs> That's, I right. mean, honestly, there, people should, because I, I was thinking of doing that with, like, a hot sauce, which I feel like is probably a cliche at this point. I don't know if I like hot sauce even that much to do it, but people, it, they have keychains. Selena's husband in the movie selena's husband and before he becomes selena's husband in the movie remember he like whips open his belt and then yeah, he like yeah. has all the hot sauces attached to his belt when they eat the pizza yeah, that could be me remember yeah that, that could be you i have not seen the movie the, the 20th the 25th anniversary i think is this year because they're doing screenings in april in la yeah um so i went to the diner and then i got a, and then of course i got a donut and then 
um, because I think about getting a chocolate donut every day of my life and then I like have to not do it. But then I was walking around, we have this like um, what I would call, well, for Derek, it'd be like the Bobby's department store back where we used to live and that's a throwback (laughs) it's like a really shitty department store that basically only has products that obviously fell off the back of a truck but here's my thing and so we in bobby's defense literally i will my analogy or whatever for in defense of bobby's is i got a rice cooker from them and it was like dented as crap like and i kept it and it's still the rice cooker i use and yet for my husband i think at one point i bought him one from like I don't know, William Sonoma or something. And it literally didn't last more than six huh. months. So Bobby's is like legit. <laughs> Absolutely. And everything is like $5. And you go, should yes. I trust it? And you can, you can trust it I at Bobby's. That. I was always like convinced like you can actually buy batteries there, but you could. So we have an equal situation going on in Greenpoint, Williamsburg area. It's called D2. Who knows why? <laughs> I don't know why it's called D2. Everything in there is $2. You know, we're talking anything you've ever needed. A t-shirt, soap, toothpaste, pajamas. So I found, I was on the phone, I was doing this thing where I was like on the phone with my mom and she was like um, complaining about her life to me. And then I was complaining about my life back to her. And then Frank was running around the store and buying things. And then I look over and Frank's holding up to me a Clueless t-shirt with like the whole cast of Clueless on it. And I go, oh my obviously, God. I so it's, it's only $3. So when it's not a thrift store but it is it's not a store no and then you can clearly tell on the tag that this shirt was originally an old navy shirt and they had to black out <laughs> the old navy logo <laughs> and it's one of these shirts they have a ton of old navy like leftover merchandise and they're all larges <laughs> but like but everything also bobby's shrinks or not bobby's d2 it shrinks so it's like you can buy you can buy way up and it's like no big deal so frank was just like throwing all the like seinfeld and then he got like a um uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I always forget Bruce Springsteen's name because I'm not from the East Coast. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you were in New Jersey, they would like, arrest you right now. People get really, people get really mad about it. Um, but so I got a Clueless t-shirt. I obviously cropped it right away. Of course. And um, it's it's my new thing. It's my brand new shirt, and it was three dollars. And then we went and got foot rubs, which is something I've never done in my life. I didn't think that was going to be the next thing you were going to say. Nobody saw that. It coming. feels like organic. Yeah. Next step. There's a lot of massage places just on the avenue here and it's really tempting. And I've never, we've never actually done it, but Frank's like, it was kind of the weekend where like everything we kept thinking we'd ever wanted to do, we actually ended up doing, but we wow. we'd only like talked about forever and never say yes to life. And we were totally saying yes to the dress <laughs> and the dress was a foot rub and it was 30 minute foot rub that was honestly orgasmic and we like held hands oh my God, it, that, and that was that's really so sweet romantic and, and it felt really good and like the boy massaged me the girl massaged her and and then and then the girl this always happens like frank and i Uh-oh, where's this going i know but frank and i get together and he is always getting complimented by the staff like they always give him extra massages and they like are way more into him than they've ever been into me and then so then this woman is massaging frank's feet and then she's like telling me he goes she's like your boyfriend has really nice feet like most men don't have nice feet they're usually rough your boyfriend's feet are great i was like okay like can we can i get some compliments (laughs) on my end you know like about my feet and i didn't get any compliments 
Come on, that's like good service. You get a compliment foot sandwich. Exactly. I know. <laughs> or foot foot compliment sandwich. Whatever. But he's literally, I don't know, it's just like always happening. And I, I it's, it's a recurring thing in my life. One day he got like a free massage one time and like they didn't offer me one. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he must be slipping the money when, when you're not looking, I think. He's a cute boy, but like, come on, it's not fair. Yeah, spread the spread the foot massage around, you know. Please, please and thank you. I was I did not feel very good on Saturday. I will tell you. I like thought I was like, do I have a twenty four hour bug? Like I could not stop pooping. So that's like I'm just being really honest with you guys. Yeah, yeah. And that's I mean, it helps to stay, you know, you want to stay light on your feet on a Saturday. So if you're constantly having to stop every few minutes, that's like a nightmare. No, I Especially in New York. Oh yeah, because is in New York there's no bathrooms anywhere. No, right? you have to be. You do not want to be going in other people's bathrooms in New York. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing too. Like the thing that I'm getting used to because again, just I've basically like last year, last two years, I was like at home all the time. Yeah, there's no so worry I, about pooping when you're like I'm always home. Well, just just anything, just going out in general. I forgot what it was like to do like three activities in a row, mm -hmm. and you're just like. Because again, that was the thing. Like I went from my manic sleep to flight yeah. to hanging out to, oh we, we did a smart thing though. We got brunch after we podcasted, even though brunch was like four o'clock. Okay. But because you it was like, it'll slow you down emotionally. Like, yeah. Yeah. If, if yes. I, and so then we went and did that. So it was just like a full on day. So we ended up not doing anything Saturday night because like, you know, we just had such a full day when I landed I but it was one of those things where like if we had gone out still I I think it would have been too much you know yeah. I mean I don't know what Sacramento nightlife is like but you know <laughs> please if anyone knows write to us I'd like to know what the Sacramento nightlife is <laughs> I think the Sacramento nightlife is lurking in people's bushes I know right um, it makes me think of really dark scary things unfortunately yeah Lake I'm Lake Berryessa hanging out I know but that's it just makes me think of the East Area Rapist and I know that was like forever ago but it still makes me think of that um, well, yeah, Michelle's book of like just like staring in those big windows, yes. like that image is like in my mind of like the East Bay kind mm -hmm. of to Sacramento area, like that, like in like waving fields of grain when you're going from San Francisco to Sacramento, like yeah, that's like a big part of when I think of Sacramento, that area, I think of that. very brown. That's what Frank, when Frank yeah. like first went to Sonoma, he's like, it's brown. And I was like, all right, well, that hurts my feelings. You're like there are trees, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah, what? there's, there's town. wine. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Cool. I, I love that. I love that part of town. I, you, you know, Hillary, cause Evan's from there. So I would yeah. spend my summers and my winter breaks oh, yeah. um, when we were roommates up there. So fun. I mean, I I always want to move home. Like I'm always trying to crawl back into the womb of Sonoma. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, okay. I we're gonna go on a road trip this summer, and so um, I've been really like I'm all excited about it in my head. But this thing happened on Saturday where I became, and I get like this where it's like I want something, and then I go actually I want it now, and like people are like <laughs> you can't have it right now though, you know. And I was like, no, Frank, like, I need a map of the entire United States with highways, and I need it immediately. And he's like, I don't know if you're going to be able to get that, like, right now. And I was like, no, that we have to get it. You know, 
very <laughs> we were in Ridgewood. I'm like, but I, there must be one. I was like, don't. And then there's I was, no Barnes and Noble, you know, still laying around not somewhere in that area. And I was like googling. I'm like, well, where do you buy maps? You must be able to buy a map somewhere. Like people gas need stations? a map. Don't they have maps right? for you? And then we stopped at so many gas stations, and they each of them laughed in our faces, been like, no, wait, really? We don't have maps for you. I thought that was the thing. Was That's so depressing. Cool. I was like, if you're going to buy a map, you're going to buy one at the gas station because the gas station wants to help you to where you need to go. Yeah, that's that's really that's like one of the victims of you know this digital life that we don't talk about enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you get laughed at now. And yeah, I feel I feel lied to. Honestly, uh, yeah, I called. <laughs> listen, I called a CBS. I called a Rite Aid. I called many places, and they were like, "Honey, we got no maps for you." And then I was getting so hyper focused on it that I couldn't let it go. And literally just being like, I want it now, Debbie. I need a <laughs> And Frank's like, you could literally get one on Amazon. It'll be here tomorrow. And I was like, that really ruins my night, though. You know, like, I'm like, totally <laughs> a bitch about it. Uh, I did eventually have to accept that I wasn't going to get a map that night. And I did order it on Amazon. And Frank's was making jokes that, like, I was the first person to order a map in five years. But, um, <laughs> but I got that. And then... And then my dog got an allergic reaction to something. So I actually spent no. all of night um, with a dog with a face that was completely blown up. And like, oh, buddy. feeding oh her. This is the fourth time that's happened. And I don't know what she's allergic to. And it's really frustrating. Red wine? I don't know. I know. That's me, I, actually. I'm, start, I'm starting to be. I think <laughs> people, a lot of people start to have issues with red wine later in life. My, my sister's allergic now. She can't have it at all. And I think, and I start to get like flush, the you know. Flush thing. Yeah. The the hives. And my sister gets stomach issues from it. It's a thing. Listen, red wine puts me to sleep. So I'm always like, don't drink it. Like I can't, like if you wanted me to take an immediate nap, you could give me red wine. But I, well, it's, it's funny because the, a couple, like probably around six months ago, the place I was living at before, it was a lot of friends in that building and everybody was like above the age of 34, like 33 or something like mm -hmm. that. And we just passed around Tums unironically after dinner. Of course. Like there wasn't yeah. like, haha, Tums, aren't we getting old? It was just like, yeah. no, would you like some Tums? And it was like, yes, I would. Thank you. Tums for dessert. Like, do you have island flavor? You know? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just un totally unironic now. I love Tums. I could eat them like candy. Yeah, me too. Uh, my husband does eat them like candy. It grosses <laughs> yes. me out. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my gosh. I need to meet your husband. He sounds like a dream. He sounds so cool. He is <laughs> I feel like there was one time where he ate, a, like, a whole bottle and got really sick, though. And I was oh, like, this well, yeah, is that's... why you don't eat them like candy. Yeah. <laughs> Impulse control is clearly something Alex does not have. Okay. So, Alex is a doctor, though. So, I feel like he's supposed to know that you, like, I... I drew a cartoon where this girl's writing on the chalkboard saying, reminder, Tums are not candy. And she, <laughs> she's like in like a really haggard like robe. And she's like, obviously, you know, ha having a hard day. But uh, Tums are not candy. This is a PSA. If you want to eat stuff like that, you can get Neko's. A great, that's my father's favorite candy. Yeah. Uh, yes, great alternative. They're the actual Tums of candy, candy of Tums. And I can't believe that Alex would know that he can't do that, but he should know better. I will say it was before he started medical school. Okay, so now he's like, he's so. off the Tums. He's like, I get it now. <laughs> now I know what it does to me. You're like, I really just like pretending to be a rabid dog, you know? Like, you just eat a bunch of Tums and you're like, rah, 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 you know, like. Yeah, hot. That's hot. Um, 
<laughs> but Margie keeps getting into something, I don't know what, and getting her face like blows up. And the first few times we took her, you know, to like the emergency flipping out and then paid $1 million to find out all they would Oof. do is give her Benadryl. So, oh, really? Yeah, that's wow. all they do. Makes, they don't do yeah. anything helpful. They give her Benadryl and they're like, you know, give her hydrated. And so I just was, we're like, okay, we know now not to like do the whole, do the whole damn thing of like paying all the money. To the house. So I, yeah, it's like breaking your toe when you go yeah. to the hospital. They're yeah, like, like, just wrap it and put, just tape. Yeah. Derek broke his toe like once a week in our old place together. Oh, that was me <laughs> during the pandemic. I, I think I, 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 the, it's the coffee twice. table. It was that, did that yes. coffee table, Derek. Oh, I know. I, I wanted, I literally, I was, do you still have it? No. Okay, because I wanted to be the person to destroy it or get rid of it. So like an office I hope that, or, you know. Oh, I remember when you did it again. You're like, I just got over the last time. You're like, you broke. <laughs> that was yeah. I, I will say I am a klutz, so I do it I do it in my own apartment here though. I feel like I'm constantly hurting oh. myself. I'm not a very um coordinated. I'm just a clutch. Well, yeah, so yeah, no coordination. This makes me think of two things, and I have a question for both of you. Mm -hmm. I, if I'm at home, I don't want to wear shoes in my own home, of course, which is why I kept breaking my toes. So, okay, so it seems like you're like that. I got into Crocs during the pandemic, and oh, I love them. What color? Oh, I don't have it with me. Do they They're teal Crocs. No. Do they have what? Do they have flare on them? Like the little like now? Yes. You can like put stuff on your Crocs. The they're called gibbets and i actually have a selena one. <laughs> oh my god so i have selena and her classic like maroon get up and i i did have a como la flor um also that i would wear too that fell off and i always get sad when i lose gibbets but i like to think that maybe i just passed it on to someone else you know somebody else got lucky and they found a como la flor gibbet um, but yeah, I have Selena doing like the dance and like she's got her maroon outfit and I just feel like I can't leave I can't leave the house. If I'm wearing Crocs when I leave the house, I can't leave the house without it. That's my like good yeah. luck charm now at this oh point. God, Selena's always with me. Selena's with you. You're making me want to get Crocs. Like for the first time in my life, I'm like, you know what? I'm ready for this journey. No, no. I mean, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. Janelle Santa Cruz and Andy Sam, uh, Andy Campbell, this very Campbell. Hello. Uh, another Campbell. Um, they, they really like sold me on the element of Crocs. They were in my last place and yeah, like our entire, that entire apartment turned into a Crocs apartment. It was just like, we would all go, like, if we ever went out together, it'd be like, all right, let's put them in sport mode. And like, we're like West side story. Like, you know, it was like, uh, in Santa Barbara, like rainbow instead sandals, of, instead you know, of the snapping, it was the Crocs flipping up and hitting your feet as you walked. Just kind yeah. of like, yeah. Wow. I mean, you can have a croc crew, I'm sure. <laughs> the croc crew. Yeah. I love it. I Sweet. have I not owned a croc yet, but my father is always in crocs. And then my best friend in San Francisco, she has fully become a croc woman. And I went, what? And then I went, okay, I get, I get it. <laughs> not a croc girl, not yet a yeah. croc woman. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyways, I don't know. Back to, I had, yeah, the dog, I don't know, something, she's going to do something. So I just stay up all night with her because Benadryl, oh. Benadryl also makes them bring it back to manic. The Benadryl makes your, oh. there's a point where it does make them sleepy, but then it makes them psycho. So she does like, she, oh, did, um, she paces, she walks back and forth. She sits for two minutes, gets up, walks up there. Sits for two Normally <laughs> you give her a cigarette. I know. Right. They're like, bitch, calm down, but you can't calm down. And so she's walking in circles, being really nutty. And then, like, I had to do that thing where, like, I think I'm, like, I had to stay up with Margie because I knew Frank couldn't do it. 
And then I was like, I get points for this later in life. Like you're asleep and I'm up literally all night sleeping on the couch, dealing with this dog. So your brother's <laughs> like, cause we're not supposed to technically have Margie at his apartment. She doesn't go very often, but we, you know, if she barks, we're like going to get in trouble. So she like, we couldn't risk a single bark coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hillary, I was going to say, I, I, I had an animal, so obviously, again, I was up there to podcast and Kelly has two cats, two black cats, two beautiful black cats named Br Mr. and Brisby. That's their Instagram. Okay. Um, Mr. looks like a black cat version of Garfield. Okay. And Brisby is a snake if he was a cat. He's like a long boy gentleman. And, you know, you know, in my in my thing, you know, with animals is that like I, you know, as a cat person, but who loves all animals, I, I respect the hell out of an animal that doesn't like me. Um, you know, I get it. Like, I'm not going to try and force any animal to like me, but I want them desperately to. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Mr. was hiding in protest the entire time I was there. He was hiding in the litter box. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Brisby was like was looking at me uh, like yeah <laughs> what are you and like would just slowly get closer to me across the like whole day uh -huh. to that like you know in the evening he was just kind of like watching like i'd wake up and he was like watching me sleep like he was just like who is this new person like i feel like he just wanted to like come up and like poke me with a stick Absolutely. but brisbee was very beautiful and by the end of the weekend we were best friends but that first night was a little rough you know it's like a one night stand. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he never called me back. I know. Do we like each other, or is this just a weird situation tonight? And he did like you eventually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were because I slept on the couch. Okay. Um, we both slept on. The it couch felt like Saturday. Yeah, it felt like a real childhood slumber party. Basically, my Saturday night. It was very fun. Just like watching music videos, like you know, painting her nails, complaining about boys. It I was like it. a whole thing. Oh my it was God. great. I have forensic files. I have this great book where it's like it's called We Hate Everything But Boys. And it's a bunch the cover is like this illustrated picture of like all these teenage girls huddled on the phone on their pink bedspread. And it's one of my favorite I'm like, I've obviously never read it, but it was like a gift to me. It's, it's just like you just need it on your shelf, you know, and just to sort of say this. Yeah, it's evocative. Just know who I am. Like that book says a lot about me. So then what happened with everyone on Sunday? Sunday was, I actually ended up doing a little bit of work on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, again, talking about, you know, the the whole like freelance or not even freelance anymore, but just in general, like, uh, you know, just whatever, whatever we do, you know, whatever. we just end up doing a little bit of work on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I recorded a little bit on, an, you know, on some other shows that I work on and then, but it was kind of nice because I felt like, you know, it was one of those if anything, I, we, we were talking before this, but like I'm in a closet right now. Oh, this is my Selena sweater, by the way. Oh my God, beautiful. It's just a bunch ah, of pictures of Selena. Selena. Uh, uh, but um, it was like, it, you know, I think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, I it's a lot like, again, I haven't gone up and like stayed at a friend's house in, a in while. two years. Yeah. I mean, probably even before that. So I, like in my head, because I'm so, you know, like, like did i overextend my invitation you know whatever that kind of thing like that obviously i, I didn't it was great but sorry but it was like but yeah it was one of those things where i was like okay i can give them a break from me for a little bit but actually if anything it made me realize because they have like and and i told them i told kelly this in person but i was just like 
you have the aesthetic of like a late eight, of a late nineties grandma, like her home. And it's beautiful. Like it's truly like a home that I like felt so comfortable in. It was just like the perfect amount of plants, thrift store art, original art, um, you know, ukulele on the wall, like just the most beautiful aesthetic. Like it was like, I love this. <laughs> it, it was like, what were the curtains like? Well, they were like, well, the, um, in the office, they're of course blinds, okay. but then in the living room, it's just kind of like olivey. All I think they were like olive curtains or like maybe a heather gray. Oh, okay. Um, you know, but and again, like really like olive green, you olive know, green chairs, grandma, lots of old wood. You know, um, it was great. Her place was great, and it just really inspired me um, because again, I've been I've been trying to build a, a podcast studio in my closet. But I think I don't want to do it anymore because when I was podcasting in this office with this natural light and everything, it was just like, oh, this is actually where I, this is where I want to be. I don't want to be like hanging out in my closet all day. You should use <laughs> your natural light because I do think it makes people happier. Yeah, I, it was a very like come to Jesus moment. Yeah, there's something about your mental state. Yeah. So that that was mainly the big revelation on Sunday for me. Natural light. And then again, and then we also walked around the Capitol building, which. Ooh. I'd never done before. I, it's patriotic. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> but but um, what I didn't know this, but Sacramento used to be used to have more trees per person than any place in the U.S. Maybe wow. or California or something like that. Yeah. There's some like Sacramento's like slogan used to be like the land of the trees or something. <laughs> Sacramento and yeah, like, <laughs> Sacramento trees. We got them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's that enough was, for me, honestly. <laughs> I was, I, you know, I I think we were like ragging on Sacramento, but honestly, like it was very pleasant. And by the university, there's a lot of like really cool old houses. And I, I was just kind of smitten by it. Actually, honestly. I know. Yeah. We, okay. We were ragging on it earlier, but I actually do like Sacramento. Um, <laughs> and, like, Lady Bird is all there. You know, that great movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great I didn't get yes. to see the thrift. I didn't get to see the the house or the thrift store, but oh, yeah, I, I knew we were near them. I knew we were near them. There's a lot of beautiful houses in Sacramento. And then my friend actually just bought a house there last month or last week, wherever it was. And I think that there's a lot of cool old houses. And now I want to know what happened to the trees. That's really depressing. Is it because of fires? Well, I think they just have like rebranded their thing. Mm, okay, we're rebranding. We're getting rid of trees. Trees are out. Yeah. Shrubs. Are <laughs> oh, far farmers are in. That's what it yeah, is. They're kind of like, yeah, yeah. We're like, well, they yeah, trees are out. Farming area. That's like. Yes. So I think that's the kind of make it their thing. Like we're, <laughs> you know, I think people talk a lot about how like a lot of eastern parts of California, to you know, from Bakersfield to Fresno, you know, like it's Make it it's like the Midwest. Yeah. It's the Midwest of California, yeah, you know. I, I, I they, California. Every, I mean, it's so you know, people think of California, they only think of Southern California, which is like totally insane and so like alien to me. But because <laughs> have you been to Bakersfield? Have you been? Yeah, yeah. Fresno. Um, have you been to Arcata and Humboldt? <laughs> you know, like, what about Arcata <laughs> or like, listen, Sunday. First of all, I got my map. Like. I did that map. <laughs> it came so fast and it was like you know it came like psychotically fast and then I thought like people would like want to talk about my map and then they obviously didn't want to um but the other thing we were I was going to meet I did you get like the push pins and stuff for it okay I didn't get push pins yet because I was like okay we have a lot of planning to do so like I'm like marking little things right now I kind of want like fun stickers you know 
I don't know. I, but, oh my gosh, like, yes. The map needs to get folded back up though all the time. So you like, you can't, I'm like, how do you put a camera? Mm. Oh, so you want to use this map practically? Well, no, probably not. It's just like in my head. I mean, I'm making <laughs> oh, it up right now. Like it's, it's, I needed to visually understand the trip before planning it. Like I can't. For sure. I needed to really be able to see it and understand where I was going. And, and I'm speaking so vaguely, but maybe I'll, you know, I'll be, I'll be open about it in the future, but. Well, that might be one of your weekend episodes. One of my weekends, after... I'm going to tell you now. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I did that. And then the other thing that arrived because we were on our way to brunch to meet my cousins and who were in town. And um, I haven't done brunch in about a century, but um, because I also famously hate brunch, by the way, like I just don't understand uh, paying for eggs. I go, what's going on, everyone? But the other thing that arrived, <laughs> the thing that arrived. But you romanticize diners, though. I know. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, I think it's like. I know, and that and that doesn't make any sense. Okay, I hear you. Well, but but I would say like brunches is kind of like the golden calf, like of breakfast, where it's like we've we've got it's the Icarus, like we've flown too close to the sun. Like I recently had a Bloody Mary with which are my which is my favorite. I had a Bloody Mary though with pickled asparagus, but it was actually very clean and simple. Uh Like I don't like that that. Bloody Marys have become like a thing covered in bacon and there's like a half a slider. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I just, well now I like, especially in New York, like you could go to brunch and lose your entire paycheck. Like they, it's overpriced. It's like, and then you're like, what am I actually paying for right now? Like what is happening? But before I get to brunch, listen, I need everyone to know that I'm really trying to support my best friend, Kim Kardashian's new business called Skims. And it's amazing <laughs> underwear. And I, do do you guys know about Skims? It's like, and I know I'm talking. To I've boys. seen the ads actually. Oh my god! I've Isn't never... it just form fitting, flesh colored yes. underwear? Yes. I have never worn a more comfortable undie in my life. I discovered them <laughs> over a year ago at North. What's comfortable about them? They're not tight. They fit you. And they're not going anywhere, but there's not that tight band at the top where you're like, Ugh, you know, it's just like, it's not hitting yes. in a weird way. And, and gotcha. they everything. And I like to wear everything high-waisted. Like I'm like, so into high-waisted stuff. I'm like, can it be a bra? You know, like how far can you go? So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I just combine the two? Yeah, like, and then wait, isn't that, isn't a high-waisted, isn't that just overalls? Yeah. Literally. Like if I could have, overall, <laughs> if I could have overall underwear, I would. But so I found, I discovered skims. <laughs> And they're way too expensive, but I like, I, you know, like, again, I spend money like I have it and I don't, but I got, well, you like to work, right? That's yeah. what Kim said. Yeah, yeah. I like to work. So I like to, I need, <laughs> and I you just got to get up and do it. I love that. Yeah. So listen, okay. Skims had a freaking sale and I was like, holy shit. You're saying instead of it being like, it was a big sale where things were so much cheaper that I bought an unreal amount of underwear. And then we were like on our way to brunch, like coming from Frank's place stopping at uh at my place to drop margie off then i see the box of skims that i'm so excited to open them that i like take all my clothes off to put on new underwear that i didn't actually need to put on but like <laughs> that scene where i was like i have to wear them i have to wear them right now and do you know what i'm talking no, about? i'm feeling jealous like i don't think i've ever had that uh, moment i mean underwear. i did buy now this I'm t-shirt like, what am today I- you bought that t-shirt today? <laughs> I bought this t- t-shirt today at Target and, and I just had to put it on pulled it out. Yes. Yeah, I pulled it out and put it on. I know. See, that's what I'm talking about. Nice. It's like, it smells like 
vinegar though a little bit which is why do all new t-shirts smell like vinegar <laughs> yeah, that is like the darkness to america probably where are you the starting? real problem that's actually the real issue in america <laughs> is the vinegar in the clothes i remember specifically that when the um when our gowns came for eighth grade graduation we had these like blue and yellow gowns at catholic school that we had to wear they they came out of the box and they reeked of vinegar <laughs> in a horrifying way and i've never wanted to be near vinegar ever since in my life i i don't i don't partake in it derek are you saying that like you don't have a clothes you've never had that like that feeling you like you come home and you go i have to wear it now no i no? definitely have had that but not with underwear oh. i have had that but not with underwear that's yeah. the, the difference i, I don't know. think i've ever sure. been excited about a pair of underwear before and that might be a boys versus girls thing i'll say that's Probably having something to do with my gender and my, you know, sexuality. But um, <laughs> then I went to brunch and there was a there was a DJ at brunch. No, there was a DJ at oh, no. brunch. I was like, I, first of all, first of all, why? Second of all, how? You know, like I don't. I was thinking, I was like, so, and the DJ was literally drinking a big thing of coffee and eating a bacon, egg and cheese while spinning some fucking tunes. And I was like thinking about his greasy fingers and like doing this. And then he's like supposed to be so hip and he's like, look, I mean, he was so self-important his face. I was, I mean, I couldn't even believe what was happening. And there was this like really beautiful woman with him that was like walking around talking to everyone. And I was like, I mean, hype man. she's the owner, I get it, but if she's not the owner, <laughs> I can understand. And then. I was well, just it's, like, it's, it's her giving her boyfriend a gig, which I love. I know, probably. Because I'm like, you're literally DJing people's shits. Like, we're at brunch. Everyone is, it's New York. Everyone's clearly hungover from Saturday out to brunch Sunday. Everyone's using the bathroom, drinking a lot of coffee. And like, so you're, you're basically DJing people shitting their brains out, basically, is what I feel must be happening. Can I one up your your DJ brunch story? I th I think this is worse personally, although that's pretty bad. Um, I was at brunch in Chicago, seeing my really good friend Carly, and it was one of those things. Where I think this time we hadn't seen each other in a long time, so it was going to be like, all right, we're good. And she was going to take me to this great place that I think ended up closing. She was, she used to do trivia there, mm -hmm. but like somebody set up to play acoustic guitar, like five feet away. And it wasn't even, and it wasn't even like just we're gonna just strum some acoustic classical music ditties. It was just like, hey girl, like, and it was just like we're like trying to like catch up, you know, like I love you, I miss you, like it's been forever, like come on. Like, you know. Van Morrison is in your ear, just like yeah, and it's just like we're trying to talk, but then also be like, hey, like you know, that's who you are, love it. Oh, that's funny. Like, I truly had never wanted to just, like, can we, like, it's too late. We've already ordered. I know. Yeah, you're like, you're, committed you're committed to it. You can't go anywhere. Derek, what'd you do Sunday? So, I, Alex decided to go to Magic Mountain, <laughs> which I hate. I'm oh, not yeah. a, a I'm person sorry, who can what? handle heights. Are you not a theme park person I know, at all or just Magic Mountain? I, I love theme, theme parks. I just cannot do anything with heights. And, like, Magic Mountain is, like, like 98% roller coasters of like terrifying heights. So I did what I do whenever Alex is like, it's rare when Alex is going to be gone all day on a weekend. Okay. So I go to a flea market. Like that's my oh, thing. I love going to flea Pasadena? markets. He hates it. Which one? Did well, you here's the thing. That's what I wanted. 
I wanted to go to the Rose Bowl one so badly, but unfortunately, it's once a month, and it did not. Uh, it was uh, not this last weekend. Okay. So I went to Melrose Trading Post for the first time. I've never which, been to that. I mean, it's it's a lot younger, as as evident by the amount of signs that said like "new drop" and Coachella racks and stuff like that. Oh God! Um, a lot more crystal booths. A lot more. Yeah. Um, but weirdly enough, the special moment I had was I, I parked at the Grove because I was stressed out at the idea of parking Too closer, yeah, even though I'm sure I could have. But I was walking back to my car afterwards and I had this sort of like magical thinking moment where Hillary knows this. I One of my favorite shows is Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, which mm, is, it says so much about me that's, and none mm. of it's good, but it's, it's true. <laughs> but I was walking back to my car and I was like, you know what? This is their haunt. Like the, I, they're always at the Grove, those bartender people. Okay. And I never see them. And I was just thinking this and I literally see two of them no. like <gasps> finishing dinner at one of those like outdoor restaurants. And, and in a weird way, instead of being excited, I was like mad that this is my version of like manifesting something. Like <laughs> you're like, God damn it, why couldn't I think lottery. of like Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. You had uh, second sight to see two sealers. Yeah. You had second sight with Vanderpump rules. Literally, literally. I felt a little robbed, honestly. As much as I love the show, I'm like, this is how I'm I visualize my goals and this is what happens. Like I get to see two C list reality stars like trying to get their waiters' attention. But that is very on That's like, that's actually like, <laughs> I say that adds up for your life, honestly. Every, yeah, every time honestly, you see a it, it feels right. person in the wild, an angel gets their wings. You yeah, know? there you go. <laughs> I mean, I think what was interesting too is it reminded me of like, I, I feel like my relationship with that show is it's starting to veer towards like a little bit of indifference. And it, it reminded me of those times that you'll see like an ex out in public just as you get over them, you know? Sure, it was that awkward, like... Me? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And yeah, that was, I mean, that was the bulk of my Sunday. I'm sure other things happened, but it, it was one of those, like, before yeah. Vanderpump Rules sighting and after. Yeah, so. like, that's now split, basically. I don't know. <laughs> this is the crux, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just ordered sushi, and then I did this annoying thing where I was, like, made such a big deal that we had to sit down and really watch this, like, World War II movie, and that, like, no one was going to get on their phones, and we were really going to be emotionally present for it. And then the second it started, I got the map out. I, I like, got the map out. I was, like, I'm actually not paying attention, like, literally at all. I'm staring at a map, and I'm, like, prophesizing about my life. I, um, I can't, I can't, I can't I'm watch loving your phone. relationship with the map. I'm, I know I'm really getting way too into it. No, not even a movie. It was it was the Pacific because I now I finished Band of Brothers and I was so moved by it that I was like, we need to now we're going to watch the Pacific and it's not as well made, unfortunately. Not it's so powerful, but Band of Brothers is I think it's just like so good that you're never going to kind of find an equal to Band of Brothers. I I am going to go to a Steven Spielberg themed birthday party also this weekend. Oh, okay. oh my God. Yeah. Little bit of preview for, and it's not somebody we went to school with, funnily enough, okay, but it is somebody who, uh, who knows, you know, who's friends with everybody that we went to school with yeah. and works with oh. Rachel Hine, okay. who went to UCSB. But, um, All right. yeah, it's, yeah, that's my Spielberg connection for the day. I might dress up as Ellie Sattler again. I don't know. It's been a while since I've yes, done, done the outfit. <laughs> been a while since i've donned that outfit so i don't know if it's gonna fit me anymore 
Um, force it. Force it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tie that. Gonna, you know, you're, you're going to buy skins. You're going to buy shapewear. From yes. Oh my gosh. In order. To I wanted to <laughs> We're back to a place of skims. I love this. Yeah. yeah. Laura Dern, please be with me. Oh my God. In my okay. I can't even bring up the new one because we're going to end up talking about it too much, but I mean, that's a <laughs> weekends in a nutshell. No. Yeah. I mean, my, my son, my Sunday was, my Sunday was pretty chill again. I, I, my flight was also super early Monday morning. Okay. So again, again, it was very much just like such a, it just felt like such a fun, like laid back weekend, which I haven't had in a while. Like, again, I did do a little work on Sunday, but then after that, after a nice walk, nice, like late lunch kind of thing, just hanging out again, just like a lot of like just you know looking at childhood pictures because again I've I've known Kelly and Dana for a while but you know they grew up together and I just I love I don't know anybody from like before I was 19 basically at this point anymore like yeah other than my family you know and it's not I mean I, I wish everyone well from high school but I, I don't have anything <laughs> like that I don't I don't I don't have any of that chip in my shoulder or anything yeah. anymore like tr truly like it's actually nice when I see I mean my 20th and high school anniversary is in like three years, which is terrifying. That's so wild. Um, oh but gosh. part of me is almost kind of like into the idea because I truly haven't kept up. And so now I'm just like curious again. I think it's more but, interesting um, once you hit the 20th. Like, because kind of like the 10th, you're like, we still see each other. So on Facebook, like I'm, I don't yeah, yeah. go to this. But the 20th, like that. And what I'm, can you really do in 10 years? You yeah, yeah. Don't, t don't act like I'm going to accomplish that much. Don't put that much pressure on me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um but yeah so it was just fun like you know just goofing around looking at photos like here's what i look like in high school you know that kind of thing so that was very fun and again uh her uh, kelly's cat brisby was like really becoming coming to love me so like when i was packing up he like sat on my suitcase and was like don't go what are you doing and i was like you called me back like this is should i yeah like should I come back next weekend? You know, like, is this, is this serious? You know, like you got accepted as, as one of the family. And then it's like, uh, why the hell are you leaving me? I, I yeah. Acceptance. <laughs> the next time I visit Kelly, I'm going to, he's going to just like, you know, just be like, yeah, you know, okay. he's just going to be kind of like I know shitty to me a little bit, you know, <laughs> I know what you do. You leave. Yeah. Oh. You're one of those men. <laughs> I know. I know about men like you. <laughs> yeah i'm sorry brisby i love you all right too soon too soon i don't know if i love you yet but let's sure. take it slower you're on your way to love <laughs> as they might say in, in a married a married at first sight episode i could see myself loving you you know yeah my, my twin flame <laughs> well everyone that's an episode for us now you know what quite frankly now you know what we did this weekend and then derek tell everyone can they write us? Can they tell us? But can all listeners be like, I feel like they better. <laughs> I think we posited some pretty interesting questions. <laughs> so I'm going to be devastated if I check our email and we don't have any uh, correspondence. <laughs> you can also DM us on Instagram. I have no preference. Oh my God. That's we have an Instagram now at, Oh, nice. At this weekend pod. And our email is, you know how to spell it. <laughs> and our email is thisweekendpod at gmail.com. So you tell us what did you do this weekend? We want to know. And if you have any, I don't know, 
I don't know what I even Literally, said. Uh, I would time, but if you have anything to say, I want to hear people's thoughts on Sacramento, <laughs> on the things that they buy when they leave the house each time. Um, just everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for being here, Stephen. Thank you for sharing your weekend with Our us. Our first We're ever cool. guest, by the way. That's I'm huge. Very, <laughs> I'm very honored. It's nice to see you both. I feel like yes. I haven't seen either of you in a minute. I, I feel like Hillary, I saw you. God, it, we were on a rooftop somewhere. No, when we recorded the thing, and it was like right before the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were Gosh, at, I forgot about exactly that. right, and then we recorded it, and then and then the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shut down. And I, I'm actually now just getting back to that project right now because like it got so oh really got so lost, and like who was going to work on it? No one was going to work on it. So now I'm actually back to it, which is really funny. I had a oh, that's exciting. On it literally today, so that's kind of funny. Anyway. I feel like was it was it your birthday that we went on a roof somewhere? Yes, there was another time. There was some. I feel like it was like the summer that I was living in LA. That's right. It was that summer, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember that that very clearly. Because I I'll pass by that place sometimes. I'm oh like, yeah, I had a, a little sublet situation. Um, yeah. But well, we had a blast chatting with you. We'll have you. I hope to have you on again soon. Yeah. Yes, please. I mean, I gotta hear. I gotta keep up. I gotta keep up with this map information. I know. See what I do with this map. This map. Yeah. Like I dared to try to bring out at brunch, and people were like, "Don't bring in the map out at brunch." All right. Well, we'll talk. We'll see everyone next week. Uh, We'll have Jeff Hiller on. So stay tuned, y'all. Bye. That was What'd You Do This Weekend with Hillary and Derek. And a quick thank you to our band, Caravella. You can follow us at This Weekend Pod on Instagram, where you'll be able to see photographic evidence of our weekends and our guests. And you can send compliments or cease and desist notices to our email at thisweekendpod at gmail.com. Bye.